Hey y'all, Pastor Drew here. This is the second podcast in our series about spiritual warfare. And today we want to talk about the importance of fixing our eyes upon Jesus. And yes, this has to do with spiritual war. We're going to get to that in just a little bit. But fixing our eyes on Jesus at Illuminate Church, we refer to this as a lifestyle of hear, believe, and obey. That is hearing from God, believing in Him, and obeying what we've heard from Him. Now, I have a simpler version that God taught me to share, and, and, and I'll, I'll share that in a moment. But the point is, whether it be mountain in front of us, valley, demon, whatever we're facing, that we would fix our eyes on Jesus and follow what He asks us to do. So, a few years ago, God told me to simplify my life, and he made it clear that he wanted me to live by one sentence alone for the rest of my life. This is the greatest life change that God did in my life besides my day of salvation. But he told me this. He he told me to live by this one sentence. He said, listen and follow me. Let me say that again. If you get nothing else from this podcast, from the whole series, I I encourage you to learn to to, to learn to live by this sentence. God told me, he said, listen and follow me. Now, this is... what I've focused my life on living from for the last couple years and and, uh, a few passages to really back this up is Galatians 5.16 and John 15. Now, Galatians 5.16 really talks about how uh, we are to walk by the Spirit and not gratify the desires of the flesh. And what the scripture's really coming against there is this spirit of legalism. It's, it's saying, don't just live by what you think you should do or what you want to do. Don't just live by the rules and boxed-in realities of this world. Uh, the scripture is saying, I want you to walk, and it says this, walk by the spirit. And, and just even reading those few words, it's clear that it's saying each step to remain in step with the Holy Spirit, to have this intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit where He's communicating with you and you're communicating with Him and you're able to walk in alignment with Him. Also, John 15, Jesus is talking about how we are called to abide in him. And he draws this whole word picture, tells this whole story about a branch and the vine. And he talks about how the vine must be connected to the branch, uh, or, or the branch must be connected to the vine, or else the branch will die. I mean, you think about that, a branch that's stripped from the main part of a tree it dies, right? Because its life source is the vine. It's the main part, the trunk of the tree that's feeding it all of its nutrients. But you take it away, you disconnect it from the main part, and it dies. And it's the same with us, Jesus says. He says, if you live your life apart from me, the vine, 
you will die. You, you won't be able to produce the spiritual life that I want to give to you. And this is what living a life that is listening and following what he says, that's what he's talking about. He's like, stay connected. In fact, he goes as far as to say in John 15, 9, he says, just as the Father has loved me, so I love you. Abide in my love. So from this this one verse, we, we learn that one person, the Trinity, loves another person, the Trinity. Of course, we know that the Trinity loves each other, but we also learn that the Trinity loves us just as much as they love each other, that we're just as valued and loved and brought into unity with the Trinity as they are with each other. Now, I don't know about you, but the first time I heard that, my mind was blown. I was like, there's no way that can be true. That just sounds crazy. And then someone showed it to me in multiple places in Scripture that we are just as precious to Him as the other members of the Trinity is. And that's amazing. But not only that, he says, just as the Father loves me, so I love you. And then he says this last phrase, he says, abide in my love. So just as we are precious to the Lord, he's calling us to live in his love. He's calling us, he's saying, if you will walk with me, if you will abide in me, then you will find that I love you immensely. I love you supernaturally and you will dwell in love. And not just that, but, but there is, there, you will be filled with this encouragement and this life. Uh, I mean, you read 1 Corinthians 13 and 14, and you see that there's this love chapter, you know, and, and that he describes love is patient, love is kind, it's not seeking of self, and it goes into all these things, and it's describing God's love which he imparts to us. He gives us his love. He grants us to love like him as we abide in him. But then he goes on in chapter 14 and says that he encourages us to grow in prophesying. And he says, those who prophesy will edify, encourage, and build up. This is what words of prophecy do. So he's saying in prophecy... All that is, is hearing from God and saying what he's saying. So what we learn from this is that God loves us, and as we abide in him and listen to him, we are going to feel loved, we're going to feel encouraged and edified and built up, and we're going to share love and edification and building up. And this is really, really important that we know that this is what he will put in us as we listen as we hear and follow him. All right. So, to every Christian, whether we are simply living life or engaged in spiritual warfare, this should become our knee-jerk re reaction. Whatever we're facing, that we would listen and follow his voice. If I'm having a conversation with my wife, I should look to Jesus. I should listen and follow him. If I'm uh, coming into a spiritual battle, 
and, and the Lord's revealing things to me about what I'm facing, I should listen and follow what he says. If I'm uh, making a decision about my job or about uh, finances or, or whatever, I should listen and follow. In all things, the knee-jerk reaction of the Christian is to listen and follow, to walk by the Spirit. So no matter what we're doing, that we would do this. This is literally the simplest and best way to live. Living this way not only will lead us to greater life in general and massive fruit for the kingdom, but by, lis- by living from the listen and follow method that I'm talking about here, God will provide everything we need for the spiritual battle. Now, as I was preparing uh, for this podcast, the Lord told me to emphasize the simplicity and beauty of living HBO. So the simplicity of it is literally you're having a conversation with God. You're listening to what he's saying, and then you're doing what he asks you to do. You're listening and following. Listening is so simple, so simple. But not just that, um, I, I felt like he really wanted me to emphasize the beauty of it. So in my life, I can testify to the fact that when I began to simply listen and follow God's Spirit, I heard his voice more often. Also, I stopped complicating every decision in my life because I would simply ask and he would speak into every situation. It was so simple and wonderful that I had his wisdom speaking into every situation. And as my life became simpler and less busy with chaotic thoughts, God began to make space in my heart to recognize all the beautiful things he was doing in me. Whether it be what he was doing in my life and those around me, or to see the beauty of what he was doing in the lives of those uh, that I was looking at. Nonetheless, as I lived from his voice, the world around me began to become brighter and more fascinating. And as I listened and followed more, I began to see that his eyes were becoming my eyes, meaning I was beginning to see the world and people more as he saw it. And what I saw was so beautiful. So what does this have to do with the spiritual war? Well, the truth is, and hear me when I say this, this is the foundation for spiritual warfare. We never have to move into the chaotic world the enemy wants to draw us into. When we get into spiritual battle, one of the things the enemy tries to hit us us with is they want us to feel and to move into the anxiety and the fear and the pride and the bitterness and all the hurtful focuses that they try to get us to focus on. But... If we learn to live from Jesus, keeping our eyes on him, simply listening and following, then whether we're in battle or simply chilling with our family, God will bless us with love, joy, peace, and far more in every single circumstance. 
Now, this isn't just for the spiritual battle. This is for everything in life. The main thing we need to know in the battle that we face as we continue on in this series and get more into what what demons do and all those things, the main thing we need to know is to keep our eyes on Jesus, for he will always lead us to victory.